It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. We have Elliot uh, joining us right now. Elliot, let, let's start big picture here. Let's start with 10 and 1. You know, as much as we're caught yeah. up in the details in, 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 in which the Eagles won the game and how we got here, and we'll get to Jalen Hurts in a minute, but 10 and 1 through 11 games, the only team with one loss this season. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy you started with big picture because I was, you know, down in the locker room today and then leaving the stadium. And I think it's sometimes important to take a step back, right, and think about what we just witnessed tonight. Jalen Hurts just play, outplayed Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football to lead the Eagles to 10-1. and one. Like, we spent all offseason debating what this team was going to be. Where, what could Jalen be? Is he the guy? Should they trade for Russell Wilson? Should they trade for Aaron Rodgers, right? And to do what he did tonight – to really put his team on the back, on his back for that first half. I mean, I thought really his running for maybe the first quarter, quarter and a half was kind of the only thing that they really had going, right? The, you know, scripted runs, not scripted runs. So I think tonight, you know, you talk about the whole team. We can get into Jalen more specifically, but I thought tonight was just a really good kind of take a step back reminder of how he really has taken that leap everybody talked about him potentially being able to take. Is 17 carries too much? Yeah, I think it is. I do. Um, and I think that in the first half, especially in the first, like I said, quarter, quarter and a half, I actually thought that as good as he looked overall, like that was not a sustainable form of offense to me. Uh, and I think he actually took a lot more hits at the end at, at the yeah. end of runs than he has in the past. There was one where he kind of slid but stayed up, and a Packer jumped on his back and oh. kind of bent him. Kind of bent him over, like yeah, were, that's the one at the end of the game. Yeah, I, I, I was really worried about that one, and he was really slow getting up. There were it. two of those. Yep. There was one at the end of that the second at the at the first end of the first half, and one at the end of the game where he got really drilled and sort of not I hit hard down. And I'm and I'm worried about him. And then the very next play, he you know keeps it himself and right. runs for a first down. So it seems yeah. like he's been unfazed, but we have been fortunate. And it's, it's a thin line because on the, on the flip side of that is, you know, he's the reason they were in this game. And, you know, to get back to kind of the big picture stuff, like this game, games like tonight are why you pay a quarterback $45 million. Like he's not a replacement level quarterback anymore. He's not somebody where you could put Gardner Minshew in there or, you know, some rookie get those same type of performances. Like the stuff he does is, is you know, elite level stuff, the running, some of the passing, all that. But back to your point, what, what makes them the 17 carry scary is, if he gets hurt, this team is in major trouble. Like, he's a big yeah. part of what they do, you know, both on and off the field. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the 17 runs, they've been better at it recently. He hasn't been running it uh, as much. So, you know, maybe tonight just something they saw with the Packers and you, you got to do what you got to do to win the game. 
But, yeah, if he's going to be running this much and especially taking those hits the rest of the way, he's going to get hurt. And, frankly, a team's going to take a shot at him. Like, if mm-hmm. he's just going to keep running up the middle of the field, eventually a team's just going to take the penalty and, and, and hit him. And he was just going to have to hope that, you know, he doesn't get hurt. How concerning is it that our defense gave up 33 points tonight? You know, I, I'm excited to rewatch the game because I don't know if I'm leaving the game with the wrong impression, but to me it seems like the best 33-point performance I've seen from a defense that I start covering the team. Like, I, early on, there were certainly some issues tackling A.J. Dillon. I thought that was a problem. Uh, I think it was second and 20 touchdown they gave up in the end zone. That was not good. But I also thought that they created two turnovers. Uh, and then in the second half, they, I thought they were much better. And I think one of the main issues on the defense tonight – was that the offense and the special teams really put them in short fields. I think they only had maybe one legit scoring drive that was over 50 yards uh, allowed tonight. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, Christian Watson play, that was not a good play by Reed Blankenship. You know, undrafted safety there. I don't know how much you can kill, like, the whole defense for that. So, on one hand, I look and I go, yeah, 33 points, that's unacceptable. That is not, you know, your defense can't do that. But I think watching the game and then looking at how it happened – I didn't leave the game feeling discouraged about the defense. Yeah, it was a Elliot. It was a lot of like big kick returns and or yeah. Eagles turnovers that spurred a lot, not all, but a lot of of Green Bay's offense. And I know everybody's going to go crazy this week and you know yell and scream about thirty three points allowed. But if you really look at the circumstances of it, you know it wasn't that bad. the The other thing, I don't know if you feel this way. We were talking about this earlier. It felt like Aaron Jones had a better game than he did when you just look at the numbers. He was 12 rushes, 43 yards, 3.6 yards per carry. Really nothing special. It felt like he was ripping off more. Dylan certainly was. But th- did it feel that way to you with, with Aaron yeah. Jones? I, you know, I thought that I definitely thought Dylan was better. I think Dylan is a really tough matchup for them because they're a team that is undersized, and Dylan is a you know really strong, you know, big running back. And it makes you think mm. about Derrick Henry next week and what yeah. type of issues that could potentially cause. I do think the the run defense against the Colts last week was better, but I also thought they benefited from going against a head coach with pretty much no experience, an offensive play caller that was 30 years old and never called a game. Like, I thought tonight going in that, you know, with those running backs and experienced quarterback and experienced head coach, that it would be more of a problem. And it was early on, but, I, you know, with the way the offense was playing, the Packers got away from it uh, a little bit. But, yeah, Dylan was a problem for them. What's going on with A.J. Brown's fumbleitis? Yeah, it, you know, we just talked about the defense, and it's funny in, in this city how, you know, people like the offense, so no one brings up the fact they've turned it over seven times in the last, you know, three games, right? Like, it's a major problem with this team. Like, if you want to talk about what the issues have kind of been, it hasn't been the defense. It's been the turnovers uh, on offense, and A.J. Brown specifically. Now, he, he talked after the game. He said he's not going to make excuses. But he was sick. Like, you know, he, he, was, he missed practice this week. You could see it in the locker room afterwards. He did seem fatigued. I think he said he lost, like, seven pounds. Uh, he had bloodshot red eyes. Like, he was sick. But he wasn't sick last week when he fumbled it against the Colts. So it's not just A.J. Brown. Overall, as a team, the, the turnovers have to stop. I mean, you know, this team barely turned it over at all the first eight games. And like I said, they have seven over the past few. So it's probably the biggest issue with the team moving forward. I know the special team, the defense, will get a lot of attention, but the turnovers on offense are, are certainly a problem. What's the degree of uh, worry with C.J. Gardner-Johnson's uh, health? Well, Reed Blankenship playing you know, decent tonight kind of negates it a, a little bit. Now, you know, he did seem in a lot of pain leaving the field. He was carted off. Didn't get a chance to see him uh, after the game. He wasn't in the locker room. Mm. And Sirianni wasn't asked about it, but they probably don't have an update 
on it yet anyway. So Sirianni talks tomorrow, but it'll be a big loss. I mean, you know, the Reed Blankenship interception was, was good, right? So to jump that, to make that play was very good. But he's also the main reason that Christian Watson got free for a 63-yard touchdown. So it's going to be tough. I mean, they're not deep at safety. Uh, Kayvon Wallace is now their third stringer. So if, they, if he's out for an extended amount of time, especially with Josiah Scott playing uh, with Avante Maddox out, mm-hmm. it, it is a problem. Good news is Ryan Tannehill's coming in next week. But it's a concern overall. We made a change with Boston Scott as our kickoff return guy. Uh, how can we change our kickoff cover unit so it's good? I don't think there's anything they can do at this point. I really don't. I mean, I think there's, there's a couple problems with it. One is they have an inexperienced coordinator, right? When he was hired, you know, we talk so much about Sirianni and Gannon taking that leap from year one to year two as coaches and, and Jalen too. Michael Clay does not seem he does not, it does not seem like he's done that. But the other problem is they just don't really emphasize the bottom of the roster for special teams players. Like the guys that are on the team that are, that are on special teams are really guys that they're, like, developing for the future, like N'Kobe Dean and those type of guys. So, you know, we're now 11 games into the season. They're not just able to sign guys off the street to come and be special, better special teams players. So I, I really don't know what you can do other than, than just hope that, you know, one of these big runs doesn't hurt you in a big playoff game. Yeah, well said, well said. Elliot, uh, look forward to talking to you next week, man, and keep up the great work. Of course, Go Birds podcast with James Seltzer, Go Birds on Saturdays, and your appearances on WIP throughout the week at 94WIP.com. We appreciate it, Elliot. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Yep, yep talk Thanks, to you guys. All right, take care.